Straight from the Duck Pond, this is Groover Solutions. I'm your host, Chuck Groover. And surprise, this week, I'm not talking about crypto. But what I, that's because there's a number of things that just, I'd almost call this week just me harping on some like pet peeves and quirks and stuff that just have kind of, I wouldn't say really gotten on my nerves, but like, and a lot of it really started, and it was originally going to be kind of me doing a thing on pretty much audiobooks through Audible slash audiobooks in general, and that's just because, um... I saw someone on Twitter ask for, like, suggestions for books to read, and, and a couple books that I, that came to mind instantly for me, I recommended, but then after I recommended them, it was like, and I really want to go back and kind of redo, reread them, and I'm using that term loosely because I have them as audiobooks from Audible, and the books were After On, which, if you've listened to the Daily Tech News Show, any of the Twit um, podcasts, uh, Tom Merritt, um, Leah Laporte, they're two of the voices that were used, two of the voice actors. Basically, they read, did some of the reading for After On, and I mean, the reason why I like the audiobook is it is such a good production. But the problem I had with it was the fact that it was the way that the chapters were broken up as far as the audiobook goes. I don't think those were actually how the chapters in the physical book would have been broken up because there are times in the audiobook where it appeared that the chapter break between the chapters in the audiobook format was like in the middle of a paragraph or something is what it appeared to or seemed to be which I'm pretty sure wouldn't have been the case in the actual book itself and then another book or a series of books I should say that I recommended, and again, I I have it in audio, audio book format, which, but also luckily I also had a the Kindle version was the Absent Gods trilogy, and the reason why I say luckily I also had that in the Kindle format was for some reason when they did that book in audio book, they left out the entire epilogue to the third book of the trilogy. So, I mean, it was left in kind of a cliffhanger type thing. If you just, if you didn't have, if you didn't realize what happened. And it's just one of these things, I really like audiobooks. Although i found I can only really listen to them during certain times. Because of the way my mind kind of works. But when I listen to them, I sometimes actually enjoy them better and it's a way of actually enjoying some books that I might not otherwise read 
I mean, I also listened to the audiobook for Dune, and that was a pretty good audiobook. Although that one I'd listened to through uh, the service called Playster, because I had a subscription with them at a time. And there's a couple of other audiobooks I've been recently listening to. But it's just that quality control issue. I'm of especially with the Absent Gods trilogy where you're missing part of the book. I mean, the other problem was yeah, I had the ebook that I could go and read that epilogue, but the ebook wasn't even set up to show the different chapters at all, so I had to go and kind of hunt for the end of the last chapter from the audiobook to then read forward from there. And, as I said, that was what really kind of started this. But then I got to thinking, with technology, there's other um, things that kind of, where I've had these issues of, I don't understand why they did this, or they, it seems like they were, they didn't really think things through. I mean, if you listen to some of my older episodes bef from last year, the first, technically the first uh, five or so episodes, some of you might be able to get them through your um, podcatcher. If not, they are still up on the website griversolutions.com. But you know that I had switched from the Apple iPhone to Android. And one thing recently, I my Samsung Galaxy S7, I had the last week or so actually ended up dropping and cracking the screen on it. And because of it being the, one of the phones with the curved screen, it is very expensive to replace the screen on it. So I'm actually been looking at refurbished phones, because I still have a year left on this phone, technically, to temporarily use until I can actually upgrade my phone. And I'm actually looking, looking at going back to the iPhone, because surprisingly, when you look at how Apple treats the end of life of their phones and how all of the Android manufacturers treat the end of life or end of support. Apple, well, I haven't read anywhere where they've officially stated they support their devices for five years. They have recently been supporting their phones for up to five years with software upgrades. Google states for their Pixel phones, they're only going to support three years. And it seems a lot of times the other Android manufacturers only support the phones for two years. They're basically one OS upgrade, it seems like. And on top of that, when you start seeing... Again, I listen to a number of tech podcasts. One thing I hear them talk about also is Google's, with their Pixel, how, yeah, they've made, Google has done a good, especially with the Pixel 2, had done a good job, but they're not getting the 
use space out of it. They're not getting the people buying them. And the one thing I see with it is Google pretty much shoots themselves in the foot. And that's because if most people that buy a phone, a smartphone or any type of phone, they're usually going to buy it through their carrier. And right now, and even with the first Pixel, Google only through the carriers had one carrier carrying, having their phone, and that was Verizon. They sell an unlocked Pixel and an unlocked Pixel 2, but you have to go through Google's website to buy it. So, most people on the other carriers, they probably don't even realize Google's um, phone offering for an Android phone. If they go in store, they they won't be able to pick up the phone, see what it feels like in the hand, play around with it somewhat, like you can if you were to go into the Verizon store. You can look at the Pixel. You can pick it up. You can see how the operating system on it is, because you also have to remember every Android manufacturer puts their own skin on Android, basically. I mean, Samsung has their TouchWiz interface, or whatever it's called now, which is a whole other can of worms, that, I'll pro which is my next issue. Is, to be honest, I actually, when I look to upgrade my phone, I might just stick with Apple, or I'd probably go with actual Google Pixel, but I know I'm probably, unless I am able to just sit and play for a number of months to test out another Samsung phone, even if they did one that didn't have the curved screen, I probably would not buy another Samsung. And it's because of a lot of just quirks that I've had with this S7 Edge. I mean... There are settings on it where the way the settings described, like the phone screen shouldn't wake up if it's in your pocket if you turn this toggle on. Well, I turn the toggle on, and I don't know how many times my phone screen has woken up in my pocket, somehow either not fully locked or gotten unlocked because I've used, because I've been in a location or connected to a device that will allow me to just not have to worry about putting in my fingerprint or the pen to get into my device, which because of that I've ended up turning that feature off, but I've had it happen where I've done that and all of a sudden I hear a cha-ching sound because it's opened up an app and done something. Luckily I've checked my, my bank account to make sure I didn't suddenly buy something mm. not know it, but it's pulled up the dialer and random numbers just getting punched into it. Luckily it hasn't called anyone. But there's that. And then the other fun thing is how usually on the phone it will give you the warning if you have like earbuds or a Bluetooth device plugged in that listening to volume to having the volume turned up too high could be harmful to your hearing. Well, 
the funny thing is, is especially with the Bluetooth devices, most of the times when I have it connected to Bluetooth, it's a Bluetooth receiver connected up to either my car stereo or the stereo system in my house so I can stream the music over it and the volume I will prefer the volume to be fully up on the phone and just adjust the stereo's volume that way I don't have to worry about ending up possibly maxing out the stereo volume because the volume isn't loud enough that it's receiving <coughs> well if I just had to do it the one time or after every time the phone were to be rebooted no problem the problem is is I will be driving and all of a sudden my volume will drastically drop because that setting has reset and I have to go and hit the volume key on the phone tell it okay then push the volume key again to turn it all the way up <coughs> and when you're doing it while driving that is dangerous and I usually don't have another person in my car that can do it for me especially when I'm on a commute to work now with regular headphones being plugged in that's another issue I mean the only time I actually turn up my headphone volumes past that level is if I'm in an area with a lot of noise already and you can't hear anything through the headphones because of all the outside noise but again it's, it's just there's a number of quirks like that that with this Samsung phone I just have had and it's I started encountering them really shortly after I'd gotten it where it was just one of these things yeah, for some reason, Samsung has lost its appeal to me. I mean, my first smartphone was the Galaxy S3. And then, as I said, I switched to the iPhone for a couple years. I mean, I like the Google, the Android operating system. Uh, again, if you listen to the previous podcast from when I first started this, the previous episodes from when I first started this podcast a year ago, before I took that long that long hiatus I mentioned pros and cons of both that things that I liked about both but the things that I also hated about both and it's just it's getting to where a lot of these quirks with the Samsung it's just yeah I might get another Android when I can get to the point where I can upgrade my phone get go back to Android again but or even if I end up having to finding another Android phone that's usable with new enough software on it for the apps that I run because that's that's one thing that had me looking at like the support life on the phones was like my dad his ba he has an older Android phone he's looking at holding on to that phone until the thing dies but he's not able to install the latest app for his banking because of the age of the phone not supporting a new enough version of Android so it had so that had me looking okay I know I use the same bank so I have the same banking app so 
I would need at least a certain, basically, it was, you needed Android Marshmallow 6.0. And I basically, so it's like, okay, to look for a temporary phone for me to use on Verizon, which is a no, whole other can of worms because Verizon uses a different type of network than just about every other cell phone carrier, I would have to try and figure out which Android phones are running at least Marshmallow. And, or I could just go with what I know, and that's an iPhone, at least the iPhone 6 has about a year or two left of software updates, and I'm looking at possibly trying to get a 6, a refurbished 6S to temporarily use. So that would have an extra year. So, again, if you were look, hoping for a, another episode of crypto stuff, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but it's just, this was stuff that was just, through the week was just going through my head and or just happened to be stuff that I came across that kind of went along with what I just the concept of quirks, pet peeves and things that have just general annoyances I should say that I've encountered and mo especially most recently I mean as I said with the audio audible stuff I'm not sh even though I would love to go back and listen to the Absent Gods trilogy unless they fixed that issue of that last Basically, last chapter, I mean, even though it's called the epilogue, it's technically the last chapter. That last chapter being missing from the audiobook, I don't think I'll listen to the audiobook again unless they've put out an update and pushed out the update to all the people who have purchased the audiobook. The After On one, yeah, it's a little annoyance in that when if you stop at the end of a chapter, according to the audiobook, you might be in the middle of an actual physical chapter, but for the most part, they do, the breakdowns do end at, happen at logical points. There was just one time in the entire book, audiobook, where it seemed like it just happened, like, right in the middle of a paragraph. But, again, I probably will go back and listen to it after I've finished listening to the current book I'm books I'm listening to, which is a two, there were two separate books. One was called Melkorka and the other one is Dine Dare. They're, it's part one and part two of, I'm not sh sure if there's going to be more to it, but it's at least a two part two book series and really great books. I mean, they have kept my attention to where mm -hmm. I'm actually actually wanting to listen to them to find out what happens next and I'll probably go back and listen to them again they're so good so I'll put links to the books and the audiobook versions in the notes <clears throat> or I'll try to anchor which is who I'm using for hosting does limit me on the length of my notes so if not just well, go to GriverSolutions.com and I'll, I'll be sure to at least post this podcast, post the podcast there too with 
the full notes. So, again, this is Chuck Groover straight from the duck pond. And this was Groover Solutions. Oh yeah, and one last thing I forgot to mention. I do have... I have did think of and one time doing a podcast on basically doing book reviews of books that I've read or and or listened to for the audiobooks. I actually have a number of episodes written out waiting for me to record. I mean, if you're interested in me actually including those as part of this podcast, let me know. Uh, one way you can do that is I do have a Google Voice number that you can call. Let me pull that up. I believe it is 910-408-2296. You can leave a voicemail or send a text to that number. And, I mean, even even comments or qu- comments or suggestions f- in general for this podcast. If you're interested in that, in me doing a completely separate podcast of the book reviews, let me know. I'll do consider that too, because as I said, I was originally going to do a whole separate podcast of that. And actually, I have what I intended of being the whole first season already scripted out of what I want to say for the books that I've read and so I've got a number of episodes ready for me to record and start posting and if there if you guys are interested in it again let me know either charles at grooversolutions.com or you can text or leave a voicemail at not 910 Four zero eight two two nine six. Have a nice day.